Look, I always wonder who's the type of people who actually go someplace, have a bad experience, and go online and write a review about it. I always wondered who does that. We're ready to go, baby. Here we are. We're back. We're doing it again. What? We're doing it again. We're doing it again. Another episode of Rated G number five, baby. We are deep in it. We are a handful of shows now. You don't get more legit than that, man. Right? We're in it. We're doing it. It's your boy, Gary G. Garcia, your host extraordinaire. <laughs> I'm feeling myself today. Here with my boy, Brian Licata. Hello, hello. The producer that gets it all done and makes this shit happen, man. I appreciate you, brother. Of course, man. I appreciate you. It's uh, one of the bright spots of the week is recording this podcast because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I hit you up last night to see if we were doing it, and uh, your phone was shut off. And <laughs> Dude, you called me. You called me at like midnight. I was sleeping. You sleep at midnight? I thought you said you you said on one of the podcasts the other day, you know, living the comedian lifestyle now. He was talking about it on uh, with Mike the other day on his podcast. So I'm living the comedian lifestyle now uh, and I'm, you were in bed by 12 o'clock. <laughs> you must have had the early show. <laughs> I'm in between the comedian lifestyle right now because I'm still working part time at the golf course and I had to, I had, oh. to, I had to go into the golf course this morning. So um, I went to sleep pretty early last night, but I did. I was on the phone with Merck yesterday, and I and he told me you guys sold the show out, and I was like, "Oh man, that's great!" On for a Tuesday night, yeah, I was like, "Dude, that's great for a Wednesday." <laughs> it's oh, like, bro, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Oh, today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Oh, yeah. see, man, I, I even I forget, so you yeah. can't even get mad at that. Yeah. But um, man, what was I just gonna say? You just said something about uh, work uh, working somewhere else. Um, Going to bed at 12. Oh, that's all I want to say. Yeah, but I called you and it went straight to voicemail. So you one of those motherfuckers who turn their phone off when they go to sleep? I don't turn it off. But what I do is I put it on the do not disturb on iPhone. So I can set the times where from like, you know, 10 o'clock at night to four in the morning, it won't ring. But it'll still be on. But if you call me twice in like a in a minute, it'll ring. So it has like an emergency feature. So if like something oh, really goes okay, wrong, I was gonna say, Dan, dude, if I get hemmed up at like ten forty-five, I'm fucked. You got well, you just gotta you gotta call me gotta a couple keep times. Calling back. Yeah, exactly. Man, it's hard to do in a life and death situation. <laughs> but now that I know, all right, I'll but, make sure you, I you, redial. You, you, you can set favorites, almost like a speed. Well, I dial. know I didn't make that cut. <laughs> You're not I, on that cut. I didn't make that cut. I know I didn't make that cut. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I get mad at people that turn off their phones when they go to sleep. Yeah, it's it's not it's not off off, but I mean if you call me twice in a in a short period yeah. of time, it would like I know people that oh I put it on silent. Like completely on silent. You silent it? How are you gonna hear anything? I don't want to hear anything. What if there's a fucking emergency, you selfish bastard? You know what I'm saying? But I knew I wouldn't make that that cut to uh, <laughs> the favorites. Favorites. Why would I? I would use it. I would overly step that line all the time, <laughs> all the time for no reason whatsoever either, just to do it. Now, yeah, twelve o'clock was early. I was even bugging that. That, that, I didn't you, that, you, that you didn't answer. I was like, Dude, what the fuck. One one time, Ray called me at like three thirty in the morning. Ray will do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I talked to him the next day. I'm like. He's like, he's like, dude, you didn't, you didn't answer when I called you yesterday. I was like, bro, it was the middle of the fucking night. I was sleeping, man. Three thirty in the morning is, yeah, still up. 
Yeah, it's that's like peak comedian time. Yeah, actually, know? I might be just starting to go to bed nowadays. Yeah, but but pre-corona, yeah, three thirty in the morning was was well, especially nothing. probably when you were up in in New York too. I mean, the scene up there is probably much different than it is See? down here. Lost at least with like you know late night shows and and stuff like that. Oh yeah, New York, I probably would be chilling till four and then hitting the trains to go back home. Yeah. That's what makes it so tough, man. Those trains are four in the morning. Those shits fucking suck. But yeah, man. So we're back with another episode. Anything? How'd your week go this week? Pretty good, I guess. You know what? I don't I think feel, I had anything eventful. You know what's so funny is your expression just now was exactly how I felt about this week. Yeah. I thought about this week and I said, what the fuck did I do this like week? Yeah. I'm back every night performing. That's a good thing. Big up to uh, my two fans who came out and got me put back on stage. Pew, pew. Shout out to them. You know, hey, fan power, baby. There's power. My fans have power. You know, and if, if enough of them want to see me, they're going to see me. So I appreciate you guys, man. That was awesome. It was a great comeback. Did you have any, uh, like, like, you feel like you missed a beat after being off for like a, a week or so? Or well, what? I mean, I still, I still, we still did the show, which always keeps me just fucking sharp yeah talking and shit yeah and uh, i had like a couple of shows outside that i oh, did, that's right. you did. Okay. One yep. was dope you know and then this saturday i'll be out in jamaica but by that time that's when this comes out so mm-hmm. <laughs> we so could say do that. if you're not doing anything tonight and you're in queens uh, gary yeah, will be on a true. show if you're not doing anything tonight and you're in queens I'm going to be out in Jamaica. Go to my page, Gary G. Garcia on Instagram, man. Get the info for that show. Come on and check me out. Boom, that was so, you're so, that's, that's why you're here, dude. Thanks, man. You know what I'm saying? That's why you're here, man. <laughs> you know, I'm happy to see your hairs growing back. Um, uh, <laughs> are you going to go back to that person? Fuck no, dude. Yeah, I was wondering how many times it took. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hold on, I'm going to see if I can. Uh... If you go to a place that you like the food and then. One day the food's fucked up. Do you just not go back, or do you give them like how many chances do you give a place to fuck up your food? This is actually a great question. I think you're going to learn a lot about me right now. Um, so I will give them. I'll give them one shot. It depends on how bad the food is, but I will give them one shot, especially if the place is new. Um, but I think there's like a certain a certain meter of how bad the food can be. Like if if it's across a certain threshold, like that's it. That's it. You know, if it's like completely garbage, like I'm 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 out. What about like, like the place has been there forever. You love this place. You know what I'm saying. And then one day you go, the food's not bad. It's just as good as always. But you get sick. Do you ever go back to that place again? So, here's the thing. So I know a lot of people who like just stop going to a place one time. They got sick. I'm like, how do you know it was even the food that got you sick? Yeah, so my my fiance, she has stomach troubles sometimes with like certain places. So there's like five or six restaurants that we won't, you know, I won't go to anymore with her. I personally, knock on wood, have never had food poisoning before. I, ha- I have like an iron stomach. See, it's hard for me to know. Like what it, what it was from? What I'm, yeah, what I'm throwing up for. <laughs> it's hard for me to know what I'm throwing up. Yeah, I ate late last night and I ate at a shitty place, shrimp. At a gas station, but I also <laughs> drank like mad liquor and partied and had, you know, like, so it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is that made me throw up. I like to think it's just the combination of them all. You know, I don't like to give be a favorite to any of them. I right. like to just, they all had something to do with it, you know? So, 
Um, I have a confession to make. Ah, shit. So when I first got clean and I was living down here, I, you know, made it my mission to try to just like pretty much go up and down the island and just hit all the restaurants to see like what, what I liked, you know? And I developed a, a habit of getting in the mode of writing Google reviews for places. You're a Google. <laughs> you do Google reviews. So Who the <laughs> fuck would care what you think about food? First of all, you're fucking skinny. <laughs> like, like, I wouldn't even think you actually know that much about food. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. We'll I see. would think your food is all healthy shit for some reason, even though I know, you know, you just said it's once you got clean, so you wasn't being healthy, but. I gave that barbershop three stars the other day, the one that Jimmy. You, you went there and gave a review? Oh my God, man. So, I, I, so it's starting like, uh, so I want to. I'm not going to cut you off that. I want to well, tell you that it, that it did, it did start initially as support for good local restaurants that I like, because part of. You know, part of the reason why I did it is because I understand how Google works. And if someone has like a lot of high reviews, they're going to be up higher in the Google search, right? Like, so if, you know, AC Jokes has, you know, 10 reviews and the next comedy club has 30 reviews, when you type in comedy club Atlantic City, the one with the higher number is going to get listed first. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like my way of helping out the business. But then it turns into a little bit of a creative writing exercise. Oh. And it actually all spawned out of a really bad experience I had in an ice cream shop. In the ice cream shop? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of those out here. There's a lot of ice cream shops <laughs> well, out there's, here. Well, there's three I'll never go to ever again. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, what? How can they fuck up ice cream, dude? But did it come melted? Did you have to drink your ice cream? <laughs> all right, so, white people. So, all right. So, here's, here's the issue. And I, and I, I, think, I think you're going you're, you're gonna, to... Maybe you'll take my side on it. Maybe you won't. So... I go into the ice cream shop with my boy, right? And I, um, we go in, there's a big long line. We, we get stretched out this way and then we turn around and then we're at like the front of all the counters, right? Okay. So I say, you know, I want a, you know, medium cone. He gets a medium cone, whatever. They hand us the cones over the cooler. With and, no ice cream? No, 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 no. With, the oh. ice, with the ice cream in it. So I get the ice cream, I start eating it, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Then I get to the end of the line and I go to give the lady a card and she's like, you know, it's a ten dollar uh, debit card purchase, and the order was only you know eight sixty, right? But now nowhere in the store did it say that there was a ten dollar minimum on cards. You know, like it wasn't like you know. Sometimes they'll have it like did, right. Did she point to it on the on like the register? It was, it was on the top of the register, and I'm like, well, I understand. But you sucking me in here because it should be somewhere like right where I walk in. Exactly, right? Like it should. That's how they get you. Yeah, like it, it should be all the way. So then I say to the lady, I'm like, well, do you take returns on a half-eaten ice cream cone because I don't have any cash? And then she goes, well, there's a liquor store next door and you can go to the ATM there. And, and t- so I would have said, okay, I'll be right back. I see. I, I, I would have sh- told her, hey, hold on to this for me. <laughs> I'll be right back. And I would have just fucking left. That's what that's in hindsight. That's what I should have done. But I, but I said to the lady, I was like, so you want me to go next door, pay $3 because you don't want to pay 30 cents for the transaction. Cause that's what it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you 30 cents to run the card. And she's like, well, you know, there's, sir, there's nothing I can do about it. I was like, well, let me get the, the manager. So then the owner comes out You know, I tell the owner, I say, listen, you know, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like I'm gonna be a dick right now. Well, you know, it, it didn't it didn't say it anywhere. Yeah. So he said, "Let me get the manager." 
Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a bring no them that's over. That's the number one after the first, right? I mean, in, in the in the book of white people calling managers, that's the <laughs> that's it, right? You spoke to them. They said, there's nothing I can do. Let's talk to the manager. So you know what I would have said? I would have said, there is something you can do. You can take this card and charge me for eight, whatever the fucking charge is. There's nothing you can do. Try it. That's what I said. I would have said, try it. Again, swipe it and put in the charge eight something. Let's see if it works. Fuck out of here. There's nothing I can do. So so then so then he comes out and he's like, Well, you know, it's a it's a ten dollar minimum. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I Yeah, I wouldn't have called you if that wasn't the issue here. Right. I understand that I understand Thanks. that there's there's a minimum. So now I'm like, okay. Um I said, listen, man, like I, I, I live in town. You know, me me and my girl get ice cream together two or three times a week in the summertime. It's like we, we are regular ice cream getters here. You know, like uh, you're around the corner from my house. Like I, I'll come here like all the time. It's not like now that I know, I'll bring cash. You know what I mean? There's a there's a restaurant. I'll say the name Sapor, which is like a little Italian place. Uh, yeah, in, I don't know what it is. In Ventnor, yeah. whatever. But they have a ten dollar minimum on cards too. Yeah. First time I went in there, seven bucks. The guy's like, "Hey, listen, next time you come in, it's a ten dollar minimum. Bring cash. Yes, it works. I've seen them do it. Exactly. They do it for me all the time. Yeah. I've seen it done. You're <laughs> like, what do you mean? There's nothing you. I've seen it done. And see, that's the thing. See, there's the difference. You said, let me see the manager. At that point, I probably would have got violent. <laughs> At that point, I just would have been, I would have just been violent. Maybe I should learn how to say, let me see your manager. It's pretty easy. I mean, hey, man, if you want, we can go to this ice cream <laughs> right after the show. And I can just get one cone and try to pay for it on my fucking, yeah, let's do that. We should film that. Me going in there to fucking get for one cone and be like, oh, shit, you just put that here. <laughs> like I didn't see that over there, and isn't it like there's laws to that shit, dude? Like the same thing of no returns. They have to be at a certain eye level that motherfuckers my height are guaranteed to see. Yeah, you know I don't I don't I don't know about that, but and and then it's like oh I do <laughs> Google me you Google fucking checker this motherfucker. I always wonder who's the type of people who actually go someplace have a bad experience and go online and write a review about it. I always wondered who does that. You're looking at him. I'm it's, looking it's, at it's him. Your, it's, your, it's your producer. That's fucking insane. I had a bad experience <laughs> at your place. Everybody, don't go there. And I'm looking at reviews like that because I had a, I had a restaurant with my boy Lou back in, in Astoria, big up to... Uh, big up to chicken soup. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> we had a restaurant. We most of the reviews were always great. Um, but there were some reviews that like the person who wrote it, I remembered the incident. And that person was a complete dick. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like why are we see I would have just got sprayed for saying that just now. <laughs> but why are we like even giving these people a platform? I mean, give them the platform, but who the fuck cares? About your fucking opinion, B. Brian, who cares that you had a bad fucking experience? So, because you know what, man? You could have easily just fucking been like, look, just do it, man. Come on. So you, you want to hear the rest of the I story? Mean, it was, you said Is it was the summer? Was it the summer? Yeah, it was the summer. Oh, so you had a tan. I did have a tan. Yeah, they yeah. probably didn't know you were white. <laughs> and, it, and it's like, and it's tourist season too. So they're probably trying to get people, like all the tourists to just, so then the, then the guy says to me, he's like, well, you know, you need to get your purchase over ten dollars. He's like, you buy a bottle of water. It's like I don't, I don't want a bottle of water. I want the ice cream. I came in here to buy the ice cream. Just swipe the card. So the guy wouldn't do it. So then I buy a bottle of water. Now listen, the total only comes to like nine seventy. 
And he does it. And he and he rings it up. So the benefit to me is oh, that- Oh, you found a benefit in that. Yeah, so here's the benefit. So now he actually had to pay more for the transaction than he would have had. Because it was more money? Because it was more money, yes. Yeah. Oh, so, so it goes by how much money is actually on the card? It's yeah, not it's like, like a, a solid fee? No, nah, it's like a percentage of whatever whatever it is. I don't know if it's like, you know, 4%, So you 4%, managed to 6%. say, all right, I bought this extra water- but you had to pay more for me to make this purchase. And somehow that made you. I guess that's better than what I probably would have tried to do. I probably would try to grab his head, you know, right from the back of it and just started hitting fucking numbers on the fucking, you fucking, just the fucking stupid, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the fuck out of here with that stupid shit. I would have fucking swiped his throat with my credit card. <laughs> fucking dummy. So now the reason I write. It's people like that. The, re- the reason I write the review is not necessarily for other customers to see it. But now, so the owner has it on their record of me talking shit to them in perpetuity, right? Because that'll in perpetuity. be- perpetuity. Yeah, that'll be- that'll You be need to explain that word to me forever. and most of my listeners. Oh, forever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of your listeners are probably educated. I mean, probably. I'm just, I'm thinking for the one, I know there's some that are like me. They have to be, you know what I'm saying? There has to be a couple like me somewhere, you know? So there's something there, but can't they delete those? They can't delete those. No, they can't. They can't delete them. Here you go. There you go. Right so in the first time oh, we're using the screen. A perpetuity. A bond or another security with no fixed maturity date. That's kind of far, dude. Not 50, man. <laughs> yeah, it means it means it means forever. So it's gonna it's gonna it means be forever. Yeah, it's gonna be up there forever and he can't, you know, he can comment, he can respond back, but then I can't respond to him. But anyway, so but you that, don't think people look at those and know that there's, you know, there's some assholes out there that are totally un, can't deal with them, and then they go on and they start giving fucking reviews. Yeah, no, of, of course, but you know, so me, me, and my, me, and my friends who I was with, um, we, we just uh, more so used it as like a like a funny outlet to like kind of do some creative writing. Like, do you want to hear one for this pizza restaurant that I did? This was sure, favorite. why not? Let's hear. It. I mean, you took the time to creatively write it, didn't you? <laughs> So let's hear it. This is a pizza shop uh, in Northfield. This this pizza lands somewhere in between Bowling Alley Pizza and DiGiorno's. I knew I should have walked out when I saw the conveyor belt oven. I have I've had better slices at 3 a.m. from 7-Eleven. I'd say this is Northfield's leading contender in the must-miss category of 2018. Better off getting a half gallon of ice cream and a pack of bagel bites. <laughs> Why in the world would you even take the, those are exactly, those are exactly the fucking reviews that make me go, this is what's wrong with the fucking world. Like, this is why the internet isn't good. Like, like it, it, it was great when we had the idea of sending photos of your grandkids, you don't get to see them, but... But giving people like you a fucking platform to say, I knew I shouldn't have been there when I saw the conveyor belt. Fucking, what oven would have satisfied you? Oh, dude, a brick oven, the big steel oven. It, this was, it was like a Domino's pizza oven. And we're in Jersey, man. I mean, even, even South Jersey, the pizza's not that good. But you should have a respectable slice of pizza. And it really offended me. <laughs> it offended me more as an Italian person in New Jersey. Oh, this my pizza God, is so man. bad. This, people just put their idea like i mean uh, but you know what's even worse than that review you know because you had a bad experience and to some extent i kind of understand a person wanting to vent about their bad experience in a, in a place that lets them do it fuck it, it's their 
I'm going to tell people what a piece of shit you are. The ones that go into these places and start talking like they're actual food critics, you know, they're not saying it. They're not going in going, yo, I went to this place. The experience was dope. You know, I highly suggest you go there, try the veal. You know what I'm saying? No, they're going in there going, the ambience was a little off, you know, and the music was a little too loud for my liking and the station should have been on one old, you know, but like, shut the fuck up. Don't go there again. I don't, I don't. So now I will say that if I go to a really good restaurant, I'll give them a glowing review to get those numbers up on the stats. So it's not like I just go around and nitpick shitty restaurants. I mean, I guess even with the club, we want people to review, right? So you're going to get some bad reviews in there, right? I mean, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's good. It's good for just, you know, the Google search and shit like that. And you're a Googler, so you would know. I'm a Googler, yeah. I always wonder who the fuck did that, man. <laughs> I always fucking wondered who the fuck takes the time to go online and leave a review. It's the millennial in me, And it's man. all bullshit. Like, it's I mean, the millennial I mean, The thing man. is, everyone knows you really can't trust those reviews. Because even the good review, okay, you're there if you have a really good time. Yours is sincere. But how do I know you're not the owner of that fucking place? Yeah, you don't. You don't. So it's it's all just bullshit. Yeah, for my for my business, I have like a I have like four or five different Google accounts that I just gave myself five stars and wrote some review to try to get the numbers out. Oh, see, people, there it is. I exposed, man. I I, I just had my first exposed expose just now, man. <laughs> right? Is that what you call it? Am yeah. I am I using words properly right now? I Hold so. on. I think so. Shout out to the proper use of language. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> We're doing it today, man. Fuck, hey. I felt like very unprepared when I woke up this morning. Like, I, I felt like I was very unprepared for today's show. And then I remembered we don't fucking prepare for these shows. So, what am I worried about? You know what I'm saying? Like, half the time, I don't think they're good till I go home and watch them. There's been a couple of them. Last episode, I knew it was going to be good from, good from the jump. We hit so many things. We, we brushed a lot of surfaces. We didn't really go deep into anything, but that's okay. That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. You know? Oh. Somebody sent me something interesting. Um, Little Nas X. Have you heard of this dude? Yes, I have heard of Little Nas X. Have you heard of his Satan's his Satan sneaker? Um, no, no. But here, I'll uh, just bring it up, baby. Yeah, pull it up. The, the, the Satan sneaker, dog. Supposedly, it has a drop of human blood in the heel, and it's got like the pentagram on the front. It's got a, a scripture about Satan on it. And this, that, and the other thing, and and you know, and they sold out like within seconds. Here you go. They were one thousand thirteen dollars. There you go. One thousand thirteen dollars. They're pretty. Cool. They're pretty and, badass, dude. They're like Air Max three sixties. Yeah, that's basically it. And basically, he's being sued supposedly by Nike because Nike did not put that out. Oh. So. Supposedly, Nike's saying we had nothing to do with that. We didn't put it out, and that they're currently suing him. Um, but that shit is crazy. And then he's gonna be like, he's not, you know, he's not worshiping Satan and this and that. And it's crazy. It's people are nuts, man. I mean, listen, like I said, I always say it. You know, do you, but motherfucker, you bugging. You know what I'm saying? You see, and you got to see his uh, video. Homeboy's giving a lap dance to the devil. Yeah, I, uh, I I saw some stuff online uh, about the, about the about the video, and he was just like, he well, pretty much said what you just we were talking about earlier. If you don't if you don't want to watch it, don't, don't you don't watch you it. don't watch it. You don't, so, you don't yeah, have to. I, you know, at first I had like it 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 did what it was supposed to do when I first saw it. It made me go, what the fuck? When I first saw it, you know, and then I remembered 
I've been desensitized all my life, to, you know, to everything around me. So I just said, you know what, man, I, that's just a dude I'm just not going to really pay attention to, you know. His whole argument is he's just basically saying fuck you to the church because they've always made him feel like shit for being gay. I could understand the bitterness. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, I can understand that. You know, I can understand the bitterness, you know, but... If you, if you believe in all that spiritual shit, you know, you're still uplifting Satan. So at the end of the yeah. day, he don't care what, what your motivation is behind it. You know, he's just being uplifted hmm. in a sense. Well, no, in the total sense, that's what's being done. It's not in a sense. It's what's, it's what's going on. And then I get, I mean, he probably just wanted people to talk about him. Like, that's definitely a big publicity I mean, thing. Yeah, I mean, I still don't really give a fuck about him. I mean, I never really cared for his music anyway. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, did you listen to that Old Town Road song he had when it, when it came out? Yeah, I didn't know that was him. Oh, uh, okay. What did yeah, you think yeah. of the song? Yeah, I didn't know that was him. Yeah. I just found that out actually today when I was doing a little research on the sneaker, you know, to see what was up. And that's where I heard that he was like, you know, I'm just basically, you know, putting the middle finger up to the church. I'm not worshiping Satan. But, you know, you are uplifting him, my brother. You know, that's what you're doing. So, you know. It is what it is. Just more bullshit going out there, man. Saw some flat earth. People have been sending me a lot of flat earth shit. I'm sure they are, dude. I've been getting a lot of flat earth <laughs> shit, man. I got a little more uh, understanding of, of the theory of the flat earth, which is a dome-shaped. I saw this actually thing the other day. I mean, today I saw this thing where they were talking about the dome-shaped flat earth, right? And, uh, and they were showing like how in politics... And in commercials and in TV and movies, they keep putting it in our face. And yet, you know, people don't notice it. Yeah, that's it right there. The dome-shaped flat earth. And, well, that one doesn't have the, the moon and the sun in it. Because the one that they're saying is, like, what it really looks like in the dome is the moon and the sun. And they go around like this. Huh. Just you know, like, they right. go around, what is it, east to west. <laughs> right? Is that what you would say? So, and now they're showing like all these like clips and the thing they the thing I saw, they were showing all these clips of like Hillary Clinton talking about breaking the glass ceiling and how they always, they always like to use double meanings to everything. Mm -hmm. And that she used breaking the glass ceiling as women's power, but it had the thing of breaking the top of the dome and how they're trying to break through that. And then they show these videos where like, you know, I forgot what band it was, but in the video, you see like the sky starting to crack and it starts to fall in and water floods in. This, this is a, like a music video or yeah, something? Yeah, it's a music video. And then they okay. show like the news uh, talking about um, breaking the glass ceiling and they show a couple of commercials where like a baseball player swings the bat and it goes out of the park and then breaks the glass ceiling of the dome and continues to go. So there is a lot of nail. They got a, a Simpson fucking... Now, if it's on the Simpsons... <laughs> If it's on the fucking Simpsons, motherfucker, pay attention and beware. If it's on the Simpsons, that's all I'm saying. There are so many things. You know about that shit, right? The yeah. whole Simpson conspiracy shit. <clears throat> there are so many things that that shit is put out. There's some fake ones. Because now, you know, with the internet and because that's been known, people are making ones up now. So it's hard to know what's real and what's not. But before everybody was onto that shit, there are a lot of fucking things that they predicted that they put on their show before it ever happened. That's a little weird. 
Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm looking through like a looking through a list. They got like a Ebola outbreak, Disney buying 20th Century Fox, uh, the Tamaco plant, which is actually the first episode that I ever watched. Trump becoming president. Trump, yeah, Trump becoming president. Down uh, to a fucking scene that they showed the cartoon, and they showed him actually going down, and they point at some dude, and the cartoon and him point at the fucking scene. It's insane. They did a uh, Game of Thrones like like a plot twist thing. Yeah, this. So, so what do you think it is, man? Time travel. With the with the Simpsons. Yeah, you think the producer is a time traveler, or the director, or the writers? I think there's like, you think somebody's out there fucking going back and forth. No, I I think that there's there's like thousands of of Simpsons episodes, like thousands, right? Oh yeah. So it's like a numbers thing that they're obviously going to get some shit right. You know, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna write something because so. because they're like the the, the so guys are just lucky. Yeah, it's I a think, numbers game. Like like a broken clock is right twice. Yeah, I think it's I think it's well. So the 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 non like conspiracy theory part of me thinks that that's probably what it is. Like the rational part of my brain, you know what I mean? Non conspiracy theory. I find it interesting that right away instead of saying the non conspiratorial, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word, <laughs> but it sounds good to me. That's what it's I was saying. Because why do you throw theory right behind it? Because, boom, that's what you would trade. You would train that when you hear conspiracy theory. Right. And right away, he's a nut. As if conspiracies haven't happened. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, as if, as if conspiracies haven't happened. They've happened. They've been known. They've been exposed. There's a reason why there's a word created called conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? There's a definition People be bugging out sometimes, man. Oh, everything, not everything's fucking conspiracy, but a lot of that shit is, you know, a lot of it. How much? I don't know. Like I said, I don't even know if I believe them all. Well, I know I don't believe them all. I'm just at the point where if I find out it's real, I'll be like, oh. Yeah, I, I that one was real. I subscribe to that mentality. So what? So have you been doing some research on the on the flat Earth? Is it is it kind of swaying you towards been, one way? People have been sending me shit. And uh, hmm, I don't know, man. <laughs> I am definitely still a hardcore round earth skeptic. Yeah. I definitely am, man. I don't know. There's, there's just, you know, I'm open to it, you know, whatever. But, man. Is, is there anything that you like saw that kind of made you like think about it a little bit more like in, in depth? Well, today was the first time I ever saw it where where they had the moon and the, the sun underneath the dome and the way they spun it to explain why it's dark on one side and light on the other. You know what I'm saying? Because my whole thing about the world being round was always, well, when it's light here on the other end, it's dark. So of course it's spinning. You know what I'm saying? But when I saw that and the way they showed it, how the lighting works, and I was like, okay, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's in freaking Call of Duty. They were showing a scene from Call of Duty that had the freaking flat earth in the corner of it with the with the moon and sun in the dome. Kind of like kind of like that. Like that. Boom, yeah, like that. Mm. And and that rotates around. So it's lighting one section while the other section is dark. Did you find anything about what they say the sun and the moon is? Is it still like a star or, or how do uh, nah, I haven't gone that deep. I haven't gone down 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 that rabbit hole too deep, man. I mean, I am interested. It's got me buzzing. 
you know, but I haven't gone down too deep. I really just haven't had the time, but I haven't gone down that that road too too hardcore. I think I think one day soon, man, me and you should just hang out for a whole day and just watch just tons of conspiracy videos oh, dude, and see what man. happens. It would be great. It would be great, yo. What ha- well, what happened is I have my own new theory of shit because I'll just <laughs> fucking blast them all together <laughs> and I won't be able to think straight. That's the problem. It's too much. It's just too much. There's no ending to the bottom. And then that's where it becomes crazy. You know, because the deeper you go, it just gets deeper. You know? Yeah, man. I um it started with just, you know, the deep state government. You know, like, you know, like that's where it started for me, with the conspiracies of Kennedy and assassinations and them trying to keep everybody divided. And then somewhere that went into, you know, molesting children, mm-hmm. selling children, fucking drinking their blood. Adrenochrome, which is an actual thing. I looked it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it becomes very, very, uh, to a point of like, man, I can't say I don't believe that. See, that's the thing too, man. When you look at politicians and you look at like people who do the news, you ever look at like, look at those motherfuckers, man. Look at them. Look at them. They don't look right. Something don't, especially like those CNN Fucking MSNBC, like those motherfuckers. I'm not talking about the nightly news motherfuckers. Them dudes might be on the come up. Some of them too. But if you look at those CNN, those MSNBC motherfuckers, they're always so fucking blinky. You ever notice that? They can't fucking say a a couple of words without blinking like five to six times, man. It's like they're taking pictures of everything around them, you know? And then then I see those documentaries about... Like uh, Queen Elizabeth and Obama and Clinton and all them being reptilians. Reptilians, you know, like when I first heard that dude, I was like, shut the fuck up, reptilians. I was like, how dumb are we going to get? But nowadays, I'm tr- I don't know if I necessarily don't believe in reptilians. I'm not saying I don't. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying if I found out that there were creatures underneath these CNN, MSNBC, politician motherfuckers, I wouldn't be surprised. Because they look like there's something up with them. These blinking, like I was sitting there one time, dude, watching these motherfuckers blink, blink, blink. And I'm talking fast. Watch it. Next time you're watching CNN or MSNBC or any of these motherfuckers that are deep into the politics of what's going on, not those, you know, fucking groundhog investigating motherfuckers. I'm talking like these dudes that are deep into like trying to push the agenda, you know, those fucking new shits. Look at those blinky motherfuckers. They, or they do, like, they'll be in the middle of a sentence and they're, they're doing this the whole time. And they're like, yeah, so we're going to come back and, and they're just blinking the fuck out. And I said, do I do that? So I was watching the podcast and I was like, you know, no, I blink like a fucking normal human being. I can get out a full sentence, blink maybe two in a row sometimes. Eyes get a little dry. These motherfuckers be blinking like 20 times in a fucking row. Stop for a second, then blink again. Watch that shit. Next time you're watching all those fucking CNN reporters, blinky ass motherfucking... Probably reptilians. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I've looked into the reptilian thing uh, a time or two, actually. Um, what do you, What do you think? Um, how do you think people got to the planet like first? Like, do you think it was like an evolution from a uh, like a single cell organism that no. created everything? What do you? What's What's I your? Know, I guess I lean that? more on the side of creationist. Okay. You know, I don't really have. Everybody's searching for like, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. You know, 
And I've always searched more for what's my purpose here. I'm here already. You know, so what's my purpose of being here? Uh, I can't say I'm not interested on how did we get here. But I don't believe that we evolved from apes. Mm. Why are there still apes? Why did some apes decide, nah, I don't want to do that. I'm going to stay right here. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, once I evolve, I got to get a job and shit. Fuck that. I'll just chill here and eat my bananas. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I believe each species evolves. I mean, obviously man has evolved. If you look at even just the figure, the shape of men and women back in the 20s and 30s, right? you know, to the way the shapes are now. Yeah, even even something evolve. I saw was like... Uh, like people jump higher, yeah, run faster. Like shoe sizes of males, like the biggest the shoe size was like in the early 1900s was like nine. And then when people started wearing sneakers, everyone's feet started to, they kept, they kept growing. Like as kids, they used to wear like dress shoes. So it keep their feet, you, you know, to wear dress shoes as a kid. In like the 1910s, that's all they had. Oh, they in the had, 1910s. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's yeah, all they had right? was like dress shoes. Strictly, right? When did sneakers come in, man? God bless the sneaker. I would fucking be angry if I always had to wear dress shoes, man. I don't like. I wear sneakers with a suit to a funeral. <laughs> uh, this says and a uh, baseball cap. Like I just got signed to the NBA, motherfucker. I don't give a shit. The first running shoes were designed in 1895. Oh, so see, look at that. They, they've been around for a while. Yeah, but it's really not that long. Yeah, no. Like no, 1895. They, I mean, that's, you know, it's literally only like 100 years. And now we have Satan shoes. <laughs> yeah, man. Imagine having to walk around in fucking dress shoes all day. Ugh. They had it rough back then. Yeah, well, the, the reason I ask that is because some people think that, you know, the reptilians came from another planet and then, you know, helped populate and then, you know, move through the, like, move the human civilization on and advance them. That's like, yeah, I don't theory. know where they came from. I don't know if they were always here or if, if uh, they came in. I mean, I guess there has to be different universes and shit like that. I don't know. You know, I don't know, man. I've never been outside the dome. <laughs> I've never broke through the glass ceiling, dog. So I don't know what goes on beyond this, you know? And it's funny because I remember when I first met Zach, right? And Zach said he didn't believe in space. And I said, you don't believe in space, motherfucker? And he was like, no. And I was like, you don't believe in space. Like, you could look up. There it is. Space. And then, like, he started dropping some shit. Like, that kind of falls into the same thing of, like, that whole Truman. It's not real what we see. Yeah, you know, the Truman show. Yeah. All I can say is, man, like, imagine, yo. The only thing that makes me say imagine is that, like I said, I come from the thought of art imitates life, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. So when you see movies and shit that, like, keep talking about this shit, you know, I used to think, you know, fake was fake, but is it? I mean, think about it. When Star Trek came out and you saw them using those cell phones. Mm Mm-hmm. The flip phones. You know what I'm saying? Like, our phones are actually better than Star Trek's phones. When they used to fucking talk. Yep. You know? Yeah. I mean, they had better connection, probably. They were in fucking space. But I'm just saying, everyone was bugged out with that. You know? And for some reason, it was, like, so in the future. You know? But now we have cell phones. We have what those motherfuckers, you know? Yeah, there was a there was a show on Disney uh, when I was a kid. And... They had like a, 
it was this girl, it was called Xenon, girl in the 21st century or something like that. It came out like probably like 99, but it was like a Disney Channel movie for kids. Yeah. And they had, kids. they had these like a uh, Palm Pilot, like the girl lived in the space station and then like came back, you know, for whatever reason she, you know, she had to move back down to like earth or whatever. And they had these like Palm Pilot, you know, iPad looking things and that's how they would communicate. And I was like, whoa, you know, you'll be able to talk to somebody from a, that's what a, I'm a tablet and and let me and see if I can pull it up. To us, and it was shown to us how long ago, you know, and and like even think about holograms and shit. What we were talking about last time, Star Wars. They had the hologram fucking chess sets, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Whoa! Imagine the chess, man! Come on, man! The technology is so crazy that they have. I mean, supposedly we got the technology from aliens. I saw a thing where where we met with aliens and we made a trade with aliens." for their technology, and we let them snatch up a couple of people every now and then and probe their assholes. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw a thing that said that, you know what I'm saying? And then you get people who come down and say they were snatched by aliens, and there's not a motherfucker that'll believe them. Yeah. You know? They probably have a support group for that shit. <laughs> what, uh, alien support group? I'm, I'm sure they do. I, I'm, I'm guessing they do. Some sort of alien abduction support group. You know? Makes you question, man. You know, what's what's real, what's not. That's what happens when anything goes. Everything gets questioned. I think I, I think I found it. You found a support group for alien abducted. Uh, see, we're learning things now, too, man. We always learn something new on this show, man. There it is. I think I'm just being stupid. And sure enough, there it is. Dude, we should go join an alien support group. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking dope. Join an alien support group. There's got to be one in New York. Like there has to be one. Like I'm sure there's one in New York. New Why would there have one. to be one in New York? Because New York's got everything, man. But you think we have oh. a lot of people getting abducted by aliens? <laughs> uh, the UFF Disclosure Network, Let's New York. That. 541 group members. What we're about. UFO and paranormal topics. Paranormal. It's like that ghost shit. Yo, you ever watch Ghost Hunters? It has to be one of the dumbest fucking shows <laughs> In the world. The only thing dumber than that show are the motherfuckers who watch that shit, like, religiously. I can understand you checking it out, so I'm not talking about you like, oh, I saw it once or twice. These motherfuckers who that are like, oh, new episode of Ghost Hunters. What the... Have you ever seen a fucking ghost on that show? (laughs) Ever? All you'll hear is, like, you know, the dude going, it just got real cold in here. I'm starting to get real cold. So you say, motherfucker, how do I know that you really cold? And then you hear a thump or some shit. Oh, oh, do you see that? No, I didn't see anything, motherfucker. I've never seen a ghost on Ghost Hunter. Please, somebody, send me a clip of a real ghost on fucking Ghost Hunter if you got one, man. Inbox it to one of my fucking pages. I've never <laughs> seen a ghost on fucking Ghost Hunters. And yet people still watch that dumb shit. It's fucking ridiculous. I don't even know how they do, how they even do, like, who, who does the, pro, like, they really don't give a fuck anymore when it comes to programming. They really just want our brains to turn into rotten tomatoes. That's what they really wanted to do. They wanted to, that's, that's just a metaphor. That whole thing of rotten tomatoes is just a metaphor of what they really want our brains to do. Just rot. Just fucking rot. 
See, that's the one thing I like about our relationship is we're both into documentaries. That's how I know I can usually jive with somebody if that's that's kind of what they like to watch. It, it's it's just it's it's incredible to me how like the shit that like I watch ridiculousness, which is the only thing MTV ever has on anymore. Who does that programming? <laughs> a computer. Who does the programming? Have they just said we have enough, and then when we make a new one, it posts up on it? You know, who it just stays on. That motherfucker's rich. That motherfucker's rich. Has to be. Fucking Rob Durdeck fucking all day long. All fucking day. Even Law and Order switches to criminal minds after a fucking day or two. That's fucking insane. I don't know how people are still making money. TV programmers don't even fucking try anymore. Yes, it is. Uh, Dx net worth is like a hundred million. Hundred million. I thought growing, it was gonna be more, but that's that's a lot. And still growing every fucking day. Yeah, he's on right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now, as I speak, and right now, as you're watching this <laughs> live on you, as you're watching this, he's on, and he was on right now as I'm saying this. He's always fucking on. When uh, me and my, I didn't think anyone would take out Law and Order. Me and my girl, we were at uh, when we were down in Florida. Like I had the 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 hotel cable and had like the guy channel, and it just was MTV ridiculousness, just all the way across the thing. It's on so much. I actually say that now, like it's an actual word. Ridic- I'm like that's ridiculousness. <laughs> like I say it like it's an like it's a real fucking word. Yeah. That's the crazy shit. You know, but big up to ridiculousness, you rich motherfucker. Boop, boop, boop. Big up to you, man. <laughs> Finding a way to make fucking money doing as little as possible. That's a fucking beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, man. You know, it's a rough game, dude. You think they're gonna let me in? You think they're gonna let me play? You know, I just, I just. I would got, have to say absolutely not. They're not right. <laughs> That's fine. I just, Welcome. I just got a critique. We won't say who did it or what it or we'll go to it. But I got a critique about what I do and you know, basically if I wanna cross over, I gotta play the game, man. It's a good thing I don't wanna cross over, man. <laughs> I mean the funny thing is, like all that shit that, that dude said, I've been hearing that since I was young. When I was signed at Epic at twenty two, they wanted me to sell out. We love you. You're great. We love your shit. Now change it. Cause we know you better than you know you. Suck my whole entire fucking <laughs> penis, you fucking bastards. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. I hate shit like that, man. You know? That, that is the reason why they call that bitch shit. You know, like the industry does a lot of bitch shit. You know, they'll bring you in, we love you, we love your shit. Then you try to do your shit and all they do is try to change it. It's like when a chick finds a dude, I love you. Move in with me, marry me, now change. Now fucking change. Fuck out of here. That's why there's a lot of people I'm not going to roll with. I'm not. I'm only going to go but so far. Every time I watch an episode, I'm like, how much do I want to destroy a career that hasn't even started yet? <laughs> how much? Who do I want to go at next? You know? I really haven't gone at nobody. I'm just giving out theories and thoughts, but I know they're not popular. You know, and that's what it is. Not popular. What was I hearing the other day? Oh. You know what I realized, man? Because um, I was bugging out on all this transgender stuff that's going on now. I mean, I guess it's always gone on. But lately around me, I've been seeing a lot of arguments and stuff like that. People posting stuff up and then, 
you know, Facebook shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And people just arguing back and forth. And I saw some lady talking and she was saying how she is, she doesn't identify as a, as a man or a woman. That's called, uh, what is that called? Google that shit for me when you don't identify as a man or a woman. It's, it's, you know, she didn't identify as anything, as any gender. So it's something gender. Um, well, everything's always something gender. Non, non-binary. Non, non, she was non-binary. Um, and, and her, her wife was a woman and her lover was non-binary too. I, I don't know. It's all, it just becomes so fucking confusing. And, and I sat there and I said, well, wait a minute, man, what the fuck is up with this gender shit? Like I wanted to like know the actual meaning of these words, right? So I looked up gender and it says gender is one of two male or female, boom, whatever. But then I read something that said a lot of people get confused and mixed up between sex and gender and that those are two different things which made me read more. And they were saying sex is your sex. If you're born with a penis, your sex is you're a male. If you're born with a vagina, your sex is you're a female. As far as gender goes, from what I read in this article, gender is more of what's been accepted in whatever region or area you are in a sense. Mm. So gender, there could be more than two supposedly through this definition that I saw. Um, yeah, I never knew that. I always thought that gender was strict because it says gender really has nothing to do with your organs and and uh, and uh, whether or not you have, you know, a penis or a vagina. And I was like, what? And, it, and then I read it and it said, no, that's the sex. And then I remember back in the day, they used to say, what is the sex of the child? Right. When I grew up is what is the sex of the child? It never was what is the gender. So maybe they're just changing words on people. That's that, that's that word manipulate word shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Word shit to confuse people and whatever, whatever. I mean, not that I care. I really don't care. But I have done the research to see how ignorant I am on the subject. You know. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't, I don't care what people do. Why does anyone? Why does anyone give a fuck what somebody else does to themselves? I don't get that. You the, know, the the but, thing that bothers me is when people try to tell you what you are. Yeah, what you should or shouldn't shouldn't do. That's what I have the biggest problem with. You know what I mean? Like, or you know, they'll try to say is, you know, this is you know moral or whatever, and you have to act like this because this is what's right, sort of thing. You know what I mean? I don't like that. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> I once said it comes down to like everybody wants to be accepted, right? And people want to be open to accept everything. And people will, will like a person will say to you, you got to accept everybody until that person comes across something that they just can't accept. Mm-hmm. So they draw the line right there. And they say, and then somehow like that moral is supposed to go for everybody. You know, it's, it really is hard to say, but. Man, what was I just about to say? There was something that was on my mind when we were talking about that. I read into it. I found that I'm an ignorant person. I always find out I'm ignorant on one side. <laughs> I'm not I'm not surprised by that. Um, like even in the last episode, I kept saying, um, 
a systematic, it's a symptomatic. I realized that when I heard it, I was like, ah, I'm saying the word wrong. But I tell you people, GED, don't don't go don't go getting on me about shit. I'm just here bullshitting with my boy. You chose to watch it. All right. <laughs> Mike said I don't have a podcast, I have a telecon. I'm like, my shit ain't this the podcast be long out that motherfucker. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I, I listen to I probably listen to ten hours of podcast a week. Other than the ones I record, which I'm a part of too, which is another three hours. If it's interesting enough, I'll watch it. Yeah. That's, and I'll that's, get trapped into it. Yeah, that's how I feel. You know. But yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> there's just so much shit going on. Especially now. Like, I feel like that's, I don't even know. There's just so much shit going on. And it feels a lot like, yeah, we might be there. We might be at that at that like last days kind of shit you know yeah dude it <laughs> might be there you know in my teachings i heard the same way you can tell the season is going to change because the wind starts to get cool and you know the leaves start to fall so you see the signs and you say oh fall is coming right or it starts to have nice warm rain and you see flowers growing and you say oh Spring is coming. The same way that you can read the signs of the seasons, you need to be able to read the signs of the times. So when you hear all this shit that like sounds like nutty shit forever since I was little, but then as I start to look and see, like I said the other day, this stuff actually happening, then you have to ask yourself whether or not, you know, what's coming, mm-hmm. you know? Winter is coming. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like winter is coming. And just like in fucking that, that fucking show, how it took fucking six seasons or whatever it was, 12 seasons for the winter to finally show up. I never saw the ending of that either. I never saw like when it came out with that last season. Oh, you didn't watch it? Game of Thrones? It, it took too long to come out with it. Was it two years, two and a half years before they finally came out with that shit? Yeah, so I, I was fortunate that I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch any of it until the December before it came out. And I watched all six seasons. And by the time I got done all six seasons, the new one, the new one that came out. See, that's the way to do it. Yeah. I like that shit, but I can't understand. Like, even if, I mean, that's all make-believe, but when you think about kings and like Caesars back in the Roman Empire days and shit like that, you know, like whole wicked fucking royalty families and shit, like, I don't even understand how, like, they remember they made that little kid the fucking king. Yeah. Because yep. he was in the bloodline. I mean, does shit like that really go on back in the day? Like, like if the, the kid was young and he was next in the bloodline, they still made that motherfucker the king? What was the youngest king that history, which we all know history goes to the winner? So, what was he? Your eyes just fucking exploded. What? What do you? I want to. I want to guess first. I, I want to hear a guess from you. What do you think the the youngest one was? It's probably like a baby or some stupid shit. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say nine. And we go to the screen. The youngest king was Henry the who was eight months and twenty six days old at the time of his ascent. The youngest queen. Whoa, that's weird. Queen wait, wait. consort. The youngest queen consort. What's that? Like a. Like the youngest woman who married the second wife of Richard to 
was six years old. Yeah, is that what that says? Yeah. <laughs> and how old was the dude? <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll find we'll find that. See, out that's right what now. I'm talking about, dog. Why do people bug out when we say that this fucking government and these motherfucking politicians are raping little fucking kids and people bug the fuck out? It's been going on forever. It's been going on forever. This motherfucker was what they say six, yeah, six um, years old. Come on, man. And then, like, how who who was making decisions for the fucking eight month old? Who was making decisions for that motherfucker? You know. And then what happened when he was able to form full sentences and watch shit? Did they let him fucking? Did they just blind? Like that's what I'm saying, man. Like in Game of Thrones, which I know is all fake and shit, but there's that one scene where I mean, how old was that kid? Fifteen, fourteen? Yeah, something like that. You yeah, it's probably fifteen. And, and he, 16. he tells him to cut this motherfucker's head off. And they do it because this young motherfucker just said to cut his... He's fucking 15, you dumb fuck. Why are you listening to him? Oh, he's the king. He's 15. Send that motherfucker to his room. You know what I'm saying? The fuck you sitting there fucking listening to that motherfucker? Oh, because he's the king. Get the fuck out of here. I never understand people who blindly follow anything. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some, some quick math right here. So this guy was born, uh, I want to tell you how old he was when he married the six-year-old. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fuck. I, I, I'm usually blowing your head. You just blew mine. No point. He was 20, 25. 25-year-old, probably related to Epstein in some way. <laughs> probably. There's another motherfucker. Like, what's up with that chick? Oh, what? Uh, Epstein's just, lady. Just Lane Maxwell? Yeah. Yeah, I think she's in prison, right? Yeah, we don't know. They stopped talking. Every now and then they put a little thing up of what's going on on page fucking, yeah, page, you know, 36. And the newspapers only got like 32 of them that day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever happened to that bitch? How is she? How is nobody talking about that? You know? Fucking Epstein. You think Epstein fucking killed himself? Absolutely not. Hell to the fucking no, man. <laughs> that was a dude that'll take everybody down with him. I uh, I drove by his house when we were down in West Palm. He, had, he has a house in Palm Beach. Me, me and my girl took a took a drive past it. We couldn't really see anything, but it was a it was a big big house. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. What yeah, we drove to, we drove past Epstein's Palm Beach house when we were down. Oh, there. you did. Yeah. We couldn't really, we couldn't really see much, just because it was like. You know, How do you know that that was his Palm Beach house? Does uh, it say? No, we we Googled it, and the address is like public, but that's where he was like spent a lot of his. He had the he had the big place in New York, but he also had a spot in Palm Beach. Palm Beach is like super super wealthy. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it's got to be. I've never been there. <laughs> I'm sure, if it was fucking trash, I would have been there once. Yeah, but one thing that used to happen with. Um, all those kings and queens, like in you know the Middle Ages or of uh, like Europe, is they were all they're all like related to each other. Yeah, they were all fucking each other. Yeah, they, it was to like keep it in the bloodline. Yeah, like the you know the German king would send you know the daughter to England to marry the king, and then you know five years later, you know twenty years later, their kid would get sent back to. No, you mean six years later? Yeah, six, six years, years later, later they send the kid over to fucking. Yeah. Fucking insane, man. And that's and that's back in what? What's that? What what year frame is that? Eighteen hundreds? No, no. This was thirteen ninety six. Thirteen ninety six. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. then you say now that's not going on now. No way. No way. That's not going on now. 
Give me a fucking break, man. The Clintons fucking... The Clintons... That's right, I said it. Fuck it. I already said, look at this. I slide up. <laughs> but no, nah, I'm just saying, man, that one chick that worked for them got busted trying to bring 31 fucking Haitian kids with no papers into, into like America. They stopped her on the border, was going to arrest her ass. She was facing mad years, you know, and the Clintons went down and got her off. Why? Why would you do that? And no one asked the question. The information's out there. No one even asked the question. You know? It was like it was like their their secretary or some crazy shit went out there with 30-something kids trying to bring them back. Did you find it? Are you looking at it? Yeah, I'm looking for something. I just I just started using this new browser or this new search thing called DuckDuckGo. And yeah. it uh it'll give you like like the Google search is kind of like curated. Like the Google will feed you the shit that yeah. it feeds you. But this this website, like this uh, search browser, won't won't do that. Yeah, see, that's to- the thing. People are starting to try to find new search browsers because the ones that everyone's using, they're not giving you all that. Inf- whatever they don't like ain't on there. Yeah. So here, I'll just. Uh, so I typed in Haitian and Clintons, right? And the Google search is U.S. election. What happened in? <laughs> what happened? Haiti and the failed promise of USAID, Clinton Foundation. Oh, yeah, they're Haiti. hating them. Now, so if I go to DuckDuckGo, <laughs> what's the real story? Clinton's robbed and destroyed Haiti. Yep. Five shocking facts about Clinton's in Haiti. You'll, uh, all right, but let me, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta read into this a little bit because I don't. Everybody's changing this, those fucking programs now, those fucking browsers. If you want to get different information, get the fuck off those regular ones because those shits are already. They're just not letting you hear what's out there. But I mean, what's real, what's not? Who the fuck knows anymore, man? You know, I lean toward I lean toward the fact that that these motherfuckers are lying and is all that shit is true. I lean toward most of that shit being true. Why should I believe them? Why the fuck should I believe them? You know? Fuck out of here. Everybody's always trying, and the thing, and that's the thing. Like, if you sit there and you look at what what they show you on TV and in movies and shit, they just throw it in your face what they're doing, and people just take it right to the face. They take it right to the face, like a fucking. <laughs> Let me just pull that back. <laughs> I was gonna go some dark places. On that. <laughs> what What do you see over there, dog? What's going on? I see a lot of facial expressions. Yeah, well, one is uh, in 2016, 59 dead bodies were found with missing missing organs in yeah. a small town of Thumazu in northern Haiti. It was never reported about. Uh, did you sell some scam company or whatever? Picked up millions of dollars in cash. 10% of it goes to the Clinton Foundation. The drug trafficking thing is really interesting, right? Because they had that whole thing go on with uh, like George Young, like you know the the Blow movie. Have you ever oh, seen yeah, Blow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was, you know, he was, he was, he was running drugs, and like a lot of it was going to Arkansas. He was driving off in Arkansas, where Clinton, I think, was was governor at the time. He was sniffing or half of that shit. <laughs> that motherfucker was a mad cokehead. Everybody knew that shit. Mad cokehead. I mean, not for nothing. Clinton probably looks like he's fun to do coke with. You know what I'm saying? You'd probably have a good time with Clinton. You know, I would say that. George, the 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 younger George, he's probably fun to party with too. George W. Oh, yeah. You he's know? got that big ranch. He's just probably fun to fuck around with, man. He's probably like real down to earth. I mean, he's evil. You know, he's definitely a, a white devil. <laughs> 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 but 
but he looks like he's fun to hang out with, man. Not gonna lie, man. He was he was kind of funny too, man. Like in some of his like press conferences and shit, he was like, you know, he was goofy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, mean, I, don't know I feel like he had a good sense of humor. Would you want to chill with Obama? I don't know if I'd want to chill with Obama. Seems like he got a stick in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he, he smokes cigarettes. He does, right? So I would smoke a cigarette with him for sure. I'd be down. I'd be down with that. Would you ask him about Big Mike? Big Mike. Yeah. What Big Mike? Oh man, Big Mike, dude, his best friend from college, who they say he married as Michelle. You never heard that? Okay, type it in a while, Big Mike. <laughs> Just, let's, let's, we touched on it a couple of times. Let's go into it. I try to avoid it because, you know, if it's not true, it's just them attacking another strong black woman, which offends me, you know. But they've raised enough questions in my book. They have raised enough questions in my book to be like, I mean, uh, what's going on, dude? You know, what's going on? They got like video clips of him fucking mistaking her name instead of calling her Michelle. Look at your eyes. Light the fuck up. Get your face on that. Look at your fucking face. Oh, oh no, that's that's manipulated right there. That is, that is, that's that's probably Photoshop. See, that's the thing. There's a lot of Photoshop shit. Cause now you see, but you see what I'm talking about. Like they got a lot where you see like a dick. You know, like you see like a bulge. They'll put a bulge. It's hard because you could do anything with Photoshop. So definitely what you see. That's why I say, they say believe half of what you hear and even less of what you see. I never understood that till this realm that we're in now, where you can do so much with Photoshop. But you know, that picture you brought up was hysterical. Bring that one up again. Because that was definitely Photoshop. But it's so hysterical how they tried to make him look so much like a... But no, I mean, the dude basically... <laughs> Like those, these, these cheeks are, are super fake. <laughs> that is too funny. Um, that's probably <laughs> Photoshop. <clears throat> but, I mean, the, the facts surrounding it, other than what we see as Photoshops, is Big Mike was his friend in college. They were friends throughout all the college. It was his best friend. Nobody has seen him since college. Not dead, not alive, just no one's seen him. He just kind of disappeared, you know? And uh, and they show, like, then they start to show you, like, when you watch the conspiracy shit, like, the, 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 the width of their shoulders, the build of their bodies, and, you know, they compare them next to each other, and you start to sit there and go, hmm, I'm not saying that he is, but I'm just saying that, yeah, they got the same shoulders, they got the same arms, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then they just keep going on. Then they, then they show a clip where, you know, if you put the video, you'll see a clip of uh, <laughs> of Obama going, well, when, when me and Michael, M Michelle, yeah, see, like stuff like that, you know, you could Photoshop that shit easily. You know, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, not even good. it's not too hard to put nut sacks on someone, you know, and, and let's keep it real. We would have noticed that yeah. right there. It's not like, not like NBC is going to brush that shit out while they air it. So that's, that's, you know, that just goes to show you though how big that conspiracy is, that people are doing all kinds of shit like that, you know? Once I spoke about that on stage and people were just sending me memes about that shit for like weeks, for weeks, just memes about Big Mike being Michelle. But if you see like the clip, right? Like if you put in the conspiracy, put in clip, put in uh, Obama, um, Miss Says, Miss Says Michelle's name, or however you put it. Calls Michelle Michael. Put that. And a video clip will pop up. And they got like three of them, but they'll definitely find the, the major one. 
where there's a couple of them. You know, they got one. He goes, well, when Michael gets mad, when Michelle gets mad, and I'm like, who, who missed? That, that's the one that really got me to go, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's not all the shit that I saw, but when I heard that shit and I saw that there were like two other videos like it, I was like, wait a minute. I mean, can be manipulated. It could be manipulated. Anything could be manipulated. You know, not finding it. Men and women of the, the finest military in the world. There it is. Most of all, Admiral Mullen, Deborah, Michael and I, Michael and I, Michael and I. What's the matter with you, nigga? President, <laughs> <laughs> you heard when he said it? Here, too. You know, that's another one. Let that play. Uh, well, when my, my, my when uh, Michelle's mad, when my, my, my when uh, Michelle's mad, says, when my, my, what does, uh, what does, uh, he asked him, what does the first lady, you know, what are you scared of when it comes to, you know, whatever? And he goes, well, when Michael, M Michelle gets angry. So, I mean, I, you know. And they slow it down. <laughs> and they act like slowing it down makes it any more legit. Yeah. You know, like if you're fucking with the sound, you're fucking with the sound. You don't need to slow it down. I heard Michael. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I've 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 I don't know if I talked about this with you or with somebody else, but with like the amount of sound that I have now from you, like just from this podcast. Yeah, you can fucking I could I could I could I could cut words out and make full sentences. And then just tweak it a little bit, and it would sound like you know, I could have you saying anything. That's some scary shit. Yeah. So watch what you say to me. I might have to. It doesn't matter what I say to you. <laughs> I could say anything, and you're going to fucking change it to whatever you want it to say. <laughs> That's some scary shit. Yeah. yeah That's but, some scary and, shit. And, and truthfully, I mean, the technology is only, you know, it's only getting better. You know, it's not getting worse. What do you think they're doing now? They're working on the technology to recognize you just from your eyes and your eyebrows and your forehead. Yeah, I mean, Why they can, you think they want us to stay six feet apart? Yeah, I mean, they... Because it works better when you're not in a group. Yeah, you can... I mean, shit, you can... You know? And you, I know it's there because they face, they face recognizing me in, in Bally's when I got banned. When I got banned from Bally's oh, and I was sneaking in, I always had my hat down low and go in and do the show. Then I had a good show. Next day, I was like, ah, walking around my hat up, boom, 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 boom. Right away, they knew I was there. Mm. Face recognition. They're watching you, motherfuckers. <laughs> I have the face ID on my phone. You know, I just I, I look at it, and I can wear sunglasses and headphones and a hood, and I'll still it'll open up. And that don't bother. Yeah, I mean it bothers me, but you know, fuck, am I get, what, what am I going to do about it? Not use the face recognition shit. Don't scan I mean, there's, your there's face. A, there's a camera right there. I mean, it doesn't, I mean that's true. You know, I mean, I got a I got a webcam on the on top of this computer. I got one on this one. I got one on this one. There's probably cameras out in the tel the streetlights out there. They say you are filmed over fifteen hundred times a day. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, or more, something like that. The numbers are very high, <clears throat> depending on if you're in the city. I was looking at those numbers in New York, so. In New York, obviously, it's going to be more. Oh yeah, every you know. What do you um, if you had a if you had to pick a like time period to live in, what would it be? Would it be this one or would it be another one? When you, you say time period, you mean like you know the fucking Stone Age, fucking yeah, I mean or you know you know running around with fucking <laughs> axes and fighting with everyone just runs into each other. What what period is that? <laughs> when everybody's just like oh. <laughs> They all just running toward each other. They all just start fighting. Like the Flintstones? Nah, like fucking 300 and shit like that. 
That's when you'd want to live? No, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. But I'm asking, what's that? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in that. Actually, you know what, man? What I don't understand is, like, if that, if I was in that time and we had to go fight, I'm going to keep it real, dude. I'm not going to be in the front. The best place to be is in the back of that line. So let everybody run in and get the rumble going. And then you just kind of come in and ah, and catch people that aren't paying attention. Yeah, I never understand the people in the front. Some hardcore gangsters, but I don't want to be that. Yeah, it's like in those old, uh, you know, if you watch. Uh, what time would I want to be? Uh, I don't know. I think 50s would be cool. Yeah. Uh, 60s would be cool. I think I would have did good in the 60s. Yeah, I think so. You know. Uh, my time period, I think, was pretty good, man. 70s, 80s, 90s. I was at the end of fucking going out, having fun, and like, you know, not relying on anything but yourself into this new realm of computers. And I was there for all that shit. I watched it come, I watched it grow. It's crazy. I remember when I used to see the internet, when the internet first came out, I used to be like, ah, that shit ain't gonna last. That's some bullshit. I mean, it's like, yo, I just got the internet. I was like, who gives a fuck, dog? What do you get to read newspapers on that shit? That's why he's saying, what do you read newspapers? And then he said, yo, look, you go to the newsstand and there was like a newsstand. You click on it, you could read any magazine that was out at the time. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, if not for porn, the internet would have probably never took off like it did. <laughs> I don't think that's true, look, but it's funny. Look, look up, look up the leader. What? Who's the leader? in technology when it comes to the internet oh yeah that's that's i mean same thing with camera technology too like a lot of a lot of camera and like film equipment not for porn you would not be able to send that picture of that grandbaby (laughs) to the grandmother out there in wisconsin i I, wouldn't be able to do it i think because somebody wanted to somebody said i want to be able to send a picture of your tits or a picture of my dick across the country to someone else same thing with streaming they led the way in streaming and now they're leading the way in in virtual. Yeah, like VR and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I think I think if I had to pick a time period. Oh look, there's a dog here. Oh what's up, puppy? Um a big pup. Yeah. I think if I think if I had to pick a time period, I would definitely go for like uh um let's get him see if he gets gets on the screen. Oh there he is. <laughs> Who's a good boy? This is this is Otto. This is Otto, man. Yeah. Um, Otto's like my second guest, third guest on the show. <laughs> oh, what I was saying is, yeah, I, what period, man? I, I would, I would pick like turn of the century, 1900, 1905, 1910 for a couple reasons. One, you could, you could get heroin at any local pharmacy. Two, That's you could true. also get cocaine at any local pharmacy. That's true too. And three, in order to get any sort of money anywhere, all you had to do is pull a gun on somebody, and you could rob pretty much anywhere you wanted to be or any place. And you you would get away with it, like unless you got stopped by the cops on the way out. Well, there were no cops. I mean, there were some. There was, but- there was, there was usually a sheriff and a deputy, and if they needed more, they banded together. You know, they got a posse. Yeah. <laughs> and then they give out a bunch of badges to everybody, and today you're a cop. Yeah. Well, in in, in New York, like you know, turn of the century New York, they had like the police department and stuff like that. But it was like you know. But you I could- love how the reason you said there was because you could get coke at a pharmacy. <laughs> Heroin at a pharmacy, and you could just basically rob anybody. So it's fantastic. That that's great. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. What, what else um, would you want? You could. That's you like could... that cowboy shit time, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I'd want to live in the cowboy. It's it's 
it's cool, but it's it's a little. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do okay in lawlessness. Yeah. I do all right in lawlessness. You know, so I guess I could have did all right in that realm, but it took too long to get places, dog. <laughs> you had to ride fucking horses. You see, I would want to live in. I would want to live in the city, like live in New York City, 1905, 1910. You yeah, know, but should... they still had horses and shit, right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So horses. you still wanted to travel somewhere else? You had to get on that fucking train. That slow moving train. Everything must have stunk too. Everything must have stunk. <laughs> it smells so bad. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't think I think that's a little too deep out there, man. You know, I mean, it's cool. The whole heroin and, and <laughs> cocaine thing. <laughs> that's cool, man. I mean, the truth is, man, it was so much easier to do crime back then before forensics and shit. Before you know, what cameras? If, what if forensics was all bullshit? Because I heard somewhere that that there were some things of forensics that turned out to be bullshit. What if that shit is some dude just said, yeah, you know, this DNA shit, man. And and people go, well, it gets people off. Yeah, well, it has to for you to believe in it. It's going to have to get some people off, right? I'm not saying it is, but what if it was? What if all that shit was a lie? Like they made up this whole forensic shit. We got people sitting in jail. I swear to God, it wasn't my hair. It wasn't my fucking hair. Yeah, man. The the crazy shit is people who, you know, I, I was reading some articles in, uh, I think it was like a National Geographic or some other magazine I had. Um, people getting off a of death row after like 20 years because of forensic evidence that yeah. they got received. Yeah, that's what makes me believe in it is that they'll take a dude off death row. But then again, if you want them to believe it, you got to let a couple of death row motherfuckers go. Yeah. You know, if you want to, then it's like, it'll be good. You got to, it gotta, can't always be like, you know, no, it's solid. You got to show some mistakes in it. Yeah. And say that, oh, well, we were able to solve this because, I don't know. I think, I guess it's real. I'm not saying it's that, that I believe in. I believe in that. Because I believe in, in that spilt blood, you know, screams up from the floor to be justified. Mm-hmm. So I believe they unlocked the key on how that shit, because it doesn't come out of shit. You know, it's hard to get blood out of shit. You know, it remains to be found. It sits there screaming from the walls. As long as you hit it with that shit, it'll pop up. And then, you know. And then they'll find a dude that, yeah, yeah, I believe that shit's real. Yeah, I think, I think it so. It was so too. much easier to do crime, though, before that shit. Oh, my God. It must have been like a free-for-all. Yeah, I told you. Uh, How think, did you get busted back then? You had to get caught, like, in the act. You know? You had to get, like, someone would literally have to, like, stop you while you were doing it. Or you would just get accused by a bunch of people, and then they would just kill you for it. Yeah, that was like the other part of it, like that, with the witch trials that. and shit like that. Like if you get the whole town against you, then yeah, you're, you're, you're you can't court shits. Yeah, you know they just string you up. Uh, but I, I was telling you, uh, I think the other podcast about this guy H H Holmes, who was like a was like a mass murderer um, at the Chicago that World he had Fair. a building. Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll see. I'll ask my dad. I think I have a copy of the book at my parents' house. If, if I grab it, I'll I'll give it to you. It was, fucking nuts yeah I think I heard about that though did he have like a hot like was it like a hotel type shit no right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, here it is yeah yeah I've heard about that dude yeah he built like secret chambers mm-hmm. like on the inside of it where he would like he would lure women into it and then gas them but the craziest thing was how he actually got this building is he befriended uh, <coughs> a woman whose dad was a pharmacist right yeah and told the dad he's like oh yeah I'm a pharmacist 
And that, like back then, you could just tell people that you're a pharmacist. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, oh. And as long as you had a little bit of heroin and cocaine, they believed you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, everything was a little cooler back then, wasn't it? Yeah, you just like, "Oh, okay, I guess you know this guy's this guy's a pharmacist." And um, but I believe the '70s and the '60s and '70s had better music. Oh yeah, yeah, it would have been fucking awesome. I would need better music. I would need better music than what they were playing back. Better then. food too. The, the food back then was probably not good. No, no yeah, refrigerator. Dude, I mean, you don't really even see a lot of restaurants in those days. If you think about it, a lot of like when you watch fucking westerns, you ever see a scene where they're just chilling, eating dinner at a restaurant? Nah, it's like a saloon, and that's and that's it's all it. Saloons, and you never even see them serving fries. <laughs> all right? Am I bugging out? No, no, no. It's a good point. I've never seen a fucking restaurant. I've seen them at plays. Yeah, the theater. You know, <laughs> theater, and they're all watching that shit. You know how much it must have sucked. To be like in the theater performing for a bunch of fucking cowboys that are all, you know, reckless and drunk and shooting their guns in the air. <laughs> like, was it like that? You ever seen, uh, uh, what's that one? Um, with, with, uh, what's the fuck? Uh, Grave, Gravestone? What's it called? Tomb, uh, Tombstone. tombstone. You ever saw a tombstone? No. You never saw a tombstone? No. Oh, dude, man, get up on your game. Dog. I know it's it, it's kind of fucked up, man. I'm so into video production, but I'm not really like a like I I like movies, but I haven't I haven't seen tombstone a bunch. is it's a classic, dude. Tombstone is a fucking classic, man. You gotta see that shit. Oh yeah, ninety three tombstone. Okay, it's a fucking classic. It's a shame I have to say that ninety three. Damn, man, time flies, yo. Getting older and older and older. Time flies, man. You know, fucking 93. But that's a great fucking movie. And in there, you know, you relate to his wife because all she does is sip on heroin the whole fucking time. Oh, really? She's always, she was a heroin addict. Yeah. And he wound up leaving her for somebody else. That, that shit is fucking, that movie's fucking dope. But they show like uh, the dude, you know, performing and they have all these people performing and everyone's like fucking shooting in the air, throwing bottles if they don't like them. I fucking think it's hard now doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> Try doing that shit back in the fucking Western. The guys better be funny. Yeah. <laughs> you better be funny. They would definitely shoot at you. I don't know. I don't know. I think about it. I don't want that much lawlessness. Got to scale it back a little bit. Just a little bit. You want to know what's so fucked up about like the way our minds work? I was having a conversation the other day, and it was a simple question. It was a simple thought, which was, imagine if everybody was just cool with each other, like everybody just got along and actually cared and treated each other like that. Very simple thought, right? But then right away we started getting into like, like, yeah, but if you did that, then, you know, like, would anyone have to work? And I was like, well, there's a lot of jobs that don't need people to work right now, like electric company, all that. We have the technology that the main necessities of what we need in life can just be done by robots. The technology's out there. Mm -hmm. You don't really need people actually in there to work. But if they don't have us doing that, then what are we gonna do? Cause that's what we've been trained to do since that's what school, the school system teaches you is how to become a good worker. It doesn't teach you how to be a free thinker. You know, and the fact if you're a free thinker then you do bad in school, you know, you have to follow the rules. So we've been taught to do that. So right away I'm sitting there going, Right, well, we wouldn't have to do that. So there'd be a bunch of people that really don't have to work, you know? And then it's like, all right, and those people should be able to get the necessities of food and whatever. I said, but then they shouldn't be able to travel 
on a plane or some shit if they ain't got money. But then again, planes nowadays fly themselves. You know, they got the coat. You know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, if everybody was cool with each other, like everyone treated each other just with love, you wouldn't even have homeless people. And then I made a comment like, yeah, because if you saw someone and you actually cared homeless one day, because, you know, it could happen that for a night something happened and now you're in the street. I said, you know, if I saw that person, I would, you know, say, yeah, here's somebody, go get a hotel. Even if you're a little short, the person at the hotel be a little short, but you know what? You need a room. So come take the room. There wouldn't even be no need for money in a sense. But then you sit there and you sit there and, and the thoughts just become like, okay, but if you were really cool, wouldn't you just bring them home? And I'm thinking, yeah, but what if like I'm married and my wife doesn't really want, <laughs> you know, people there. And then you think, but then she's not being cool. Right. So I think, you know, I sit there, I go, yeah, but what about if you just want your own space? But if you was actually in love, like if it was love that you lived in, then your own space wouldn't even matter. It would be like, this person is in need. Bring them to the house. You don't even have to ask. But you see how deep the thoughts go? Like it's not even a simple thing. Imagine if everybody was cool. Then you start thinking of all the other shit that you feel like you would lose. You know, just a thought. I don't know if it goes anywhere, but I'm just saying like, that's a crazy thought. How something so simple can be so, so like, it wouldn't work. Yeah. You know, nowadays people go, that wouldn't work. Just give people things. Just do things out of the kindness of your heart. What do you mean no one gets paid? What do you mean there's no buying and trading with the dollar? It's just a thing of what you need. I can actually do what you need. I'll come over and do it. What do I owe you? Well, one day I might need something and I can't do it. And that might be what your expertise is. And you come over and take care of that. You know what I'm saying? And people just doing what they can for each other. Yeah. Your bills are definitely paid. You always have, you know, everyone has a roof over their head. You know, the necessities are given to you. It does come a point where people want more. That's where the working comes out, I guess. Yeah, then and then there's the people who don't want to do anything. And the people that anybody, don't want to for, do anything. For anybody else. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. In a, in a world of love, who cares? They don't want to do anything. Then I'm not doing anything. Yeah. They're the ones living the boring fucking life. Sure, they're always fed. Sure, they have a warm place to stay at night. Sure, they have a, a shelter over their head when it rains. You know what I'm saying? Why would anyone be mad at that? Well, because they didn't work. Yeah, but they're a human being. You know what I'm saying? Chances are they're not doing nothing. They're also not going to do the traveling that you want to do because you want to do something. Right. Yeah, I, I read this. Was, I'm going back probably like 10 years, but I read this really interesting article about Cuba and it was different than anything I've ever read about Cuba. But this, this, this guy who was a Cuban, he wrote the article. He's like, listen, you know, I work 10 hours a week and I barely work when I'm at work. I have a roof over my head. I eat rice and beans every day. And, you know, every once in a while I'll get some meat or something else. And I live on the beach. It's like, it's really not that bad of a life for him. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure, you know, there's tons of Cubans who would completely disagree with that. But it was, it was, it was different to me to hear that perspective coming from that guy. He's he like, was, he was totally content. Yeah. He's like, you know, didn't what? want a lot. He's like, you know, you know, I'll, and then it's going to be those ones who want to travel and see the world and do it. Right. And you'd be able to do it because everything's out of love. You ain't got to pay. Just, you know, get online and make a date to go out there and do what you want to do and experience life. <laughs> Why are you mad that there's people that don't want to do it? <laughs> don't fly spirit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Love airline. Yeah. Fly love airline. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, it's crazy how our mind switches and we always think about, but what about the person that's not doing shit? Yeah. Well, you know, what do you care? 
Because anything you do would be because you want to do it, not because you have to. Yeah, I'm actually... And it changes the game. I'm uh, tomorrow on my podcast, I'm going to have this guy who was the libertarian vice presidential candidate in 2020 uh, on the show. And I'm talking to him about a bunch of things. But one of, one of the things that he thinks is like, um, you know, you shouldn't have to pay taxes. It should all be like a voluntary system. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, small example is instead of me ta- taking 30% out of my salary and giving it to the government to decide what to do with it. You know, I take 20% of my salary and I, you know, give it out to charity as I see fit rather than what the government sees fit. It's like a big libertarian principle. Yeah, I don't trust charities. No, I don't either. But I mean, something something I do, you know, not often, but, you know, from time to time, if I see a guy, you know, panhandling, you know, if I have, you know, a one, a five, a 10 or something or, you know, however generous I feel that day, you know, I'll give it to the guy. You know what I mean? As long as he don't shove his hand in your car with a bag. <laughs> trying to sell me something. Trying to sell you something. You know what's funny, bro? I probably would have gave that lady something if she had come up and asked, like, if, if I had any, like, spare change or something. I probably would have gave her whatever change I had, you know, in the, in the cup of my car. It was the whole selling you something. <laughs> Aggressively selling Aggressively you something. Aggressively selling something. you something. <laughs> oh, That'll man. do it. Yeah. That'll fucking do it, man. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. It was a mellow day. I expected to be a little more nuttier today because I was kind of on fire when we got here. But um, I feel like I'm forgetting something I wanted to say. But if I if I do, I'll, I'll remember it. I'll remember it for next time, I guess. Yeah, man. bring it for next week. Yeah, I mean, I got I got to get more on point. I got things I want to say, and I forget to jot them down. Mm. You know, but uh, yeah, man. How long we been going? <laughs> We've been going hour, for hour and a half. Enough. Hour and a half's good, right? Nice, nice fucking length. An hour and a half seems easy. All right, man. Well, you got anything you want to share? Anything going on? I got some things for y'all to put in your fucking calendars, man. Check on my, uh, check on, uh, Gabby G Garcia on my Instagram, people. Go check out, uh, the shows that I got fucking coming up. I got a bunch of them. I'm going to be going out to Ohio. Let me see my fucking dates, man. I just started putting everything into my calendar. I've never done that before, and I still can't keep my shit together. <laughs> my shit is still fucked up, man. I'm telling you, man. You All go. right, so uh, tonight, if you're watching this now, tonight I'll be in uh, Queens, Jamaica. Go on my page, check that show out, get some tickets, come check me out. Then I leave the 8th with Adam Gable, man. We're going to be leaving, going to Missouri. Go on my page, check out those dates if you're in Missouri. And uh, I'll be in Ohio, on the 11th over at Wiley's. I'm, I'm kind of busy, man. I leave again on the road. The 22nd with uh, Mike Merck. We'll be back at Wiley's. We'll be over at the Funny Stop. Just check on my page. All that shit is coming up the 22nd through the 2nd. I'll be gone for a little while. And if I'm not on the road, then you know where to catch me, AC Jokes. Just go to acjokes.com. Check out the schedule. And, uh, you know... You can see what we're doing, man. Anything you want to add to that, man? That's it. On behalf of my man, Brian Licata, and myself, Gary G. Garcia, I thank you for spending some time with us and listening, man. The fact that you're even back for the fifth show means so much to me. Uh, Come check us out over at acjokes.com, man, and become part of the family.